0: A.G. Spartan Fan 35. Oh, and one more note before we get started. I'd like to apologize to
1: anyone I've not offended yet. Please be patient. I'll get to you shortly. Welcome into the 103rd edition of the Final Score podcast. We're coming up on our two-year anniversary. I believe it's uh, on Thursday. Um, this holiday season, uh, third holiday season doing this. Uh, happy holidays to everyone else. Um Listen to this, um, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, Happy Holidays. Um, before I forget to say that at the end. Um, but lots of stuff going on in sports. NFL winding down. We're in the thick of it with bowl games, getting more into it. College hoops, um, kind of dead last week and then ramping back up this week and next. Um, conference play's gonna get going. Um, golf starts in a couple weeks with the, uh, Century Tournament of Champions, um, Lots of stuff, man. we got a lot to get to. Um, Matt Ishbia shouts to him. Bought the Phoenix Suns for $4 billion. Pretty freaking phenomenal. Um, Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Go to the podium, uh, per usual. Um, I'm going first. Uh, This came across social media. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, I want to say. Yeah. yeah, this is crazy. So, Oregon, this guy, Cam McCormick, He's uh, he has been he was in the class of 2016. Um, so, uh, yeah, he got granted, long story short, a ninth year of eligibility. Um, th- what is this, the NFL? I don't know. So, I'll, I'll take you through his career here. 2016, redshirt. 2017, he was a redshirt freshman. 2018, a season-ending injury. 2019, he missed the season due to injury. 2020, he got his COVID year. 2021, he had a season-ending injury. 2022, he's a senior. 2023, they granted him a year of eligibility. And 2024, they granted him a year of eligibility. What the hell, man? This guy could have gotten like 10 degrees. He's probably could get a doctorate. Um, enough is enough. I get he's been Student
0: hurt. Athlete. But
1: this guy has been, uh, six years should be the limit. Maximum, that's too much. Uh, seriously, this guy's got to move on with his life. What a weirdo. Um, I, I don't get it. He's just tried to put off. Life. He's going to be like a 30 year old senior in college and not because he was in the military or he was an Australian kid or something. Um, it's because he just keeps getting hurt and wants to keep coming back to college apparently. Um, yeah, that's mine. Yeah. Let's go to you big dog.
0: Yeah. So, uh, admittedly coming off of long weekend vacation, Florida brain slash busy at work doing the job for two people. So I'm probably a little slow on the uptake this week, but a couple, one big thing came to mind, my buddies and I were bantering back and forth about this the other day, um, and kind of started with a tweet or a statement that um, my buddy Chris sent regarding um, Coach Michael Leach, RIP, I think he passed away after the podcast uh, recorded last week, just, you know, A guy that has his fingerprint all over football, and a lot of people might not know about it. Didn't play football, but just a brilliant mind. Funny, quirky, one of the best quotes and best guys to just listen to. Just off the wall, random, dry, hilarious. Uh, Somebody on his group uh, and his team tweeted, We are literally the last class that Coach Leach ever recruited. We are the last guys that he wanted to join his program. We should wear that as a badge of honor. And then my buddy Chris says, wonder how many of these guys are in the portal now. I hope it's zero and I hope they have a tremendous 2023 season and coaches of honor. Which got me to thinking and it led to a, not that particular tweet, but led to a big discussion in our group about how, and we've talked about it here, how NIL has just, is destroying, especially college football. I mean, you don't hear about it as much in college basketball rosters aren't as big and you're not turning over maybe as many guys. I mean, you're getting some, like there's some big names that are going here and there and probably chasing NIL, but the way that NIL is ruining college football and it's, it's valuing people before they deserve to be valued. I mean, it's like Quinn Ewers getting paid seven figures to go to Ohio state and then he transfers after a year. Um, you know these guys are unproven commodities. Okay, so they have high rankings in their recruiting. But hey, for every four star Michigan State has had, that has been an absolute bust. They've had a two star that has been an NFL guy. Kirk Cousins led the biggest their comeback in NFL are. history. Le'Veon Bell was great before he kind of went off the you know deep end, smoking a little bit too much weed, probably hanging out with Antonio Brown. I mean, there's other guys like that. There's guys like Brian Hoyer, who I think was probably a two-star, and while he's not been an Jack NFL Conklin star, zero he still star. plays in the NFL. Jack Conklin, yeah, zero-star, starter, all-pro. Like, So for every one of those guys, I can't even name a bunch of – Will Golston, there's one four-star I can name five in Michigan stars, State who was a stud and still is a great NFL player. He's an every-down guy that shifts inside and outside the line um, up front for Tampa Bay. I can't name you. I mean, I could some recent guys. Pulled, Malik McDowell was a great one. he didn't pan up out. If you want me to, um, who's another more recent? Because the last re- couple of recent ones, you had the great. Um, what was his name? Julian. Uh, Julian Barnett. Yeah, the receiver slash DB. He ended up transferring down to a non-power five. You had the big tackle who was supposed to be great who transferred down to yeah, the same so non-power That 2019
1: five. class, so let me, let me pull this I up. I mean, my
0: point basically yeah. is that we're giving money to these kids based on a star that a couple of pencil-pushing nerds for some websites that make their money off of equal nerds who like to read this stuff and buy the hype, and we're giving them six figures, seven figures, while the rest of us, my kids, Dobbs' kids, Jeff's kids, even Polo's kids, his oldest going to, you know, play college hoops at Penn, but he's got to pay for it. It's an Ivy League school. I mean, minus academic scholarships. That's not a you don't get an athletic scholarship there. So for all these kids who work their tails off, and in the case of Natalie Dobb played a sport, Michigan State as a walk-on. Ryan and Rachel both played D three sports, Ryan for four years, Rachel for two. They don't get squat for that. And we're giving these people who have recruiting stars because some nerd that you know, was it straight out of the movie Revenge of the Nerds has some scientific formula for rating people? And it's ruining the game because here's my case in point. Michigan State the other day, they've been back and forth on a a running back from Texas. I think he committed verbally, then he decommitted, but then he, he opened his commitment. And my understanding is that just the other day, he called the Michigan State coaches to say he had decided he was going to come to Michigan State. He called them. Not I get it. It wasn't written. It wasn't signed. Ole Miss, who was one of the finalists, caught wind, said give me five minutes, and came back with arguably, inevitably, certainly a lot more NIL money, or guaranteed NIL money anyway, which, by the way, the letter of the law is illegal. That's been my concern about NIL to begin with, is that it's just a way to hide these boosters at big programs NIL is supposed to, you're supposed to be able to earn off your name, image, and likeness, not get paid to go to a school. And folks, that's what's happening, because the NCAA was too dumb to get ahead of it to begin with. They left it in the hands of the freaking government and Congress, who've got other fish to fry, and yet they ruled that players should get on name, image, and likeness, which I don't, in principle, have an issue with. But there are no boundaries. It is ruining college football, It has allowed for things like what went on at Kansas and LSU and Arizona and elsewhere in college basketball to just kind of be swept under the rug with minimal suspensions. It is not an amateur sport. Let's not pretend it is. Let's not pretend that NIL evens the playing field because it It does not. It means that big programs that have the biggest boosters are going to get the best players. And oh, by the way, related to our tee up flag that we're going to throw in a minute also gives people the opportunity to start to go fishing in a, to pull people into a portal when they're not even in the portal.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, I completely agree. NIL is, it's a good idea, but there's, it's just the wild, wild West. We've said that for a long time and it's getting worse. It's not getting
0: any better and there's no parameters around it. And good luck reeling it in now and good luck enforcing it. NCAA, because you haven't done jack shit with that stuff to begin with. Who's to say you're going to do it now. Well, new president
1: coming in April 1st, uh, Massachusetts, former Massachusetts governor um, Mark Emmer out the be. door, people hate him Reggie Bush just made a statement going at him today um, good because he deserves his Heisman back, I don't care in the, ru- in the
0: realm of everything, whatever but he, but if he deserves his Heisman back then the Fab Five argues that they deserve their stuff yeah, back and they, and they don't True, they don't because um, the rules are the rules at the time and I'm sorry but rules and laws change over time and you can't be grandfathered into having broken a law, and then be pardoned. True that. I mean, maybe you can be pardoned, but only by somebody like Biden, who's an idiot. Which brings us into our tee-up.
1: Um, we're gonna tee-up, uh, stay on this topic here. Jeff Trailer, so he's the coach of UTSA, University of Texas, San Antonio. Um, this is a tweet that he, he put out um, last night. Dear N- at NCAA football, how does at UTSA football report Power Five schools who are trying to poach our young talent. How much evidence do we really need to make this not be a part of our game? That's ridiculous. Um, that's just another way of you know this NIL garbage. Oh, you know you, you know you come here, you know slide you a few dollars on the table. You come to you come to you know Texas and uh, you'll start next year. We'll give you a big deal uh, if you leave UTSA tomorrow. It's, this and, these, and these kids believe it. Which
0: shame on them because they're believing they're they're being pandered to and they're believing something that may not come true. They haven't earned anything. Okay, maybe if you start at UTSA, maybe you earned your way up. But that's your choice. Some of those guys probably want to stay there because they love their teammates, they love their coach, they love their school. Their girlfriend goes there. Whatever the case may be, their parents are nearby. Like this is it. It is like constant free agency, and it's exactly what Izzo took a stand against as much as we might lament that he took a stand against it and it's costing Michigan State in terms of depth early in the season. He said, minus occasional guys, I'm not going to go fill my roster. And he had five open scholarships with transfer guys. It's just not my style. Like I don't want kids who are transient. Our game is too transient. It's free agency for all, all the time. And I just say good luck putting the toothpaste back in the tube because that's what this is going to be equivalent to. How are you going to change it? How, how are you, like you literally set off an A-bomb for all this stuff to happen with free, free reign and transfers and NIL. Good luck putting it back together. And oh, by the way, here's a second tee up for you. Neon Dion. So, good old ESPN, my favorite media group in sports. Of course, they want to prom- they want to promote all all, all the goodness out of Dion. And look, I'm, I've met the guy once or twice at a Kurt Warner thing. He's funny, he's likable. You know, he's I, I could see why people would like him. I'm sorry, but and I'm going to be called a lot of things for suggesting this. But ESPN wants to promote him as an African American coach by touting all the good things he does while sweeping under the rug the fact that he basically told the entire Colorado roster, GTFO, you're not good enough. And told all the recruits that were signed, GTFO, you're not good enough. Oh, by the way, they fired an African-American coach before him. So ESPN, get off your high and mighty on that. And that soapbox, that's another example of, of how college football has gone wrong. This is somebody who's just, you know, loudmouth, arrogant, Think of Tim McGarver back in the days of um, Dobble, especially remember this when when Neon played for the Braves, I believe it was, and like you know did something to him in a post game locker room. Like he's kind of an ass bag. He's a hot, full of hot air, and he's I'm I'm sorry, he might bring a breath of fresh air and energy. He's what's wrong with college football, not what's right with college football and with <laughs> college sports in general. So I don't know. Good luck to this new governor. Again, if you get the toothpaste back in the tube successfully without causing an absolute coup and the creation of a whole new version of the NCAA for the Power Fives, I will personally write you a handwritten, cursive thank you note for doing so.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's just, it's gotten out of control. Um, and there's no way of, there's no end to it. Um, which I hate, um, as a someone that's. More like, uh, you know, traditionalist when it comes to this. Um, these guys are supposed to be amateurs, but obviously they're not any longer.
0: Um, so speaking of tradition, let's talk about the Duluth No jacket Underwear Poinsettia yeah. off Electronics Duster, uh, Nike Outback Bowl, uh, Fathead Sticker Garbage Bowl. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, oh my gosh. Why not? Too many. Too many. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of bowls in um, these freaking, whatever they're called, sponsors. They're everywhere. Um, how many they're everywhere. They've been a decent amount so far. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There have been ten so far. Uh, we're going to go through a couple of them. I mean, maybe just mention them and then. We'll get to the rest of our picks uh, when it comes to
0: Bulls. Yeah, rattling them off. Miami UAB actually was a good game. UAB yeah, won yeah. that one late. Oh, shout Close. out, too, to Ferris State. Back-to-back. Back-to-back Division two two champs, National man. champions. Great for them. Great um, for State. Co- Colorado College of Mines quarterback had been given the Harlan Hill, I think is what it's called. It's like, like the Division Two Heisman, over a Ferris State guy, and that just – added fuel to their fire, and they absolutely slobber knocked yeah, them. I'm happy for them. That's awesome. Coach Troy makes... over UTSA. A yeah, that was team a good game. Good, good game. Yep, a lot game. of
1: turnovers in that one. Um, Florida, Florida got smoked by Oregon State. Louisville smoked. That's that's a team decimated Cincinnati. by transfers. Yep. That
0: Cincinnati got smoked. Uh, Fresno. Louisville kind of laid it to their, their old coach going to Cincinnati.
1: Fresno smoked. Uh, Washington State. Southern Miss beats the five and seven Rice five and eight season. Yeah, what
0: was uh, what was what's his name Gore?
1: Yeah, Frank. Oh, we Frank Gore Jr. Let's get a, let's years. get his stats here. I, I can pull them up. Frank Gore Jr. twenty one totes for three hundred and twenty nine yards and two
0: touchdowns. Not a bad performance. That's... BYU with a little upset over SMU, twenty four twenty three. Good game there. Boise State, North Texas was a good game, kind of came close. down to the end.
1: Marshall smoked UConn. Um, then today, Eastern nine and four. That Coach uh, Creighton has really turned that program around. Good for him. I here. mean, they were that
0: close to going to one aa They were close to
1: ceasing to exist, like right. UAB did for a bit. Then Liberty's winning right now against Toledo, seven nothing. Um in the roofclaim.com Boca Raton bowl last one of today and then we got a lot more to get to. Um, I guess we can take a peek at it now and we pull up my uh, my bowl sheet here. How are we doing so far? Uh, you're five and four, I'm four and five. Actually, I'm sorry. That was what was that noise? That was weird. Um, that was a ghost. Probably. Um, we both got Eastern right, so I'm five and five and five you're six and four now. Um,
0: I must have picked different in my spread or in my FanDuel picks because I was seven and two in my first nine there. But all that right, that matters you
1: got to get them all Let's right. do this thing. All right, let's go. R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. We got Western Kentucky, South Alabama. South Alabama's is seven and a half point favorite. Um, we are going with the Jags. I uh, do we I think we already did this. I think we did. We that. did do. It. I'm Alabama. sorry. We did. I'm sorry. My bad. But I would have changed that now because we already did our picks. We can't change them. But Western Kentucky's quarterback who was in the portal is coming back. So he's yeah. playing in the bowl game. He's one of the best. That's okay. South Alabama is still good. Serve pro first responder bowl. This is on the, the 27th. Memphis versus Utah State. Uh, Memphis, 7.5 point favorite. I'm going with the Tigers. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, i I don't, yeah, I'll go that I don't know a ton about either of these teams, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. We'll go with the Tigers. Hey, yeah. Uh, then we got the ticket. This is actually a, a decent little mat- in-state matchup here. Um, I'm sorry, border matchup. Uh, we got the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl between the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers and the East Carolina Pirates. East Carolina ten and a half point favorite. Um, I'm rolling with them to cover that. Grace McCall's gone. Their coach is gone. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're going to pull it off. Yeah, I got. I'll go with the pirates as well. All right, uh, then we've got the guaranteed rate bowl. A little uh, Oklahoma State, Wisconsin. Um, I'm going with Wisconsin. I feel like down the stretch, Oklahoma State just. Which Wisconsin
0: is going to show up? The one that can score and is decent, or the one that gets their butt. Well, Burlington
1: Allen's pretty good, so. I'll go with that. yeah. I'll go
0: with Big Ten there. I'll go with Wisconsin
1: Badgers. Um, that's a that's a late night game at Chase Field, former uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl, I want to say.
0: Oh yeah. Um,
1: exactly. Then the 28th, we've got the Military Bowl, UCF Duke, couple teams with uh, decent decent records there. Um, I'm going straight up here, I'm going Duke. Um, I think they had a pretty good season. Um, I like their quarterback Riley Leonard. He's one of the best dual threats. Um, and Brought in the new coach, Mike Elko. They were projected to finish toward the bottom of the ACC and went 8-4. That's an impressive season. I think they ride it um, and get the dub here in the Military Bowl in Annapolis, I believe. Yeah. I agree.
0: I'll go with Duke as well. Blue Devils. Um,
1: AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Um, this one could be interesting here. Um, Kansas versus Arkansas. Man, I don't know. I, I, Kansas I I'm gonna Kansas. go with Arkansas. I, I think that they have a pretty good squad.
0: Um, Kansas started the season kind of, what six and zero, yeah. Didn't they're they're then they six and six. They went zero and six since then. Or Kansas versus Kansas. I'll give Arkansas the nod just because they're SEC. I would say, but wouldn't surprise me if Kansas wins. Yeah,
1: I agree. Um, this is a decent one: the San Diego Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Um,
0: what you could say I that one. Yeah, Good bowl game. Oregon.
1: Bo Nix is coming back next year. Um, versus UNC. Drake May. North Carolina
0: stumbled down the stretch. Lost, what, three out of four, I believe, down yeah, the stretch. I'm Oregon's going, a two touchdown favorite.
1: Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have the spreads for them. So they're 14 point favorite. 14 and a
0: half per my app here. I'm going to
1: say North Carolina covers 14 and a half.
0: I think that, I mean, they've one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Yeah, I'll say they'll cover it. I, I mean, I think Oregon's gonna win, and it wouldn't surprise me if they won by fourteen. But yeah, you know. I think North Carolina can cover fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mac attack, baby. This is a an intri- decently intriguing bowl, the
1: Tax Act Texas Bowl, Texas Tech versus Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss faltered down the stretch. As well, Texas Tech started playing well. You have spread on that one.
0: Three Mississippi three. Mm. This we'll, is not they, match Fanduel. This is off my sports. We'll go straight up app. on
1: this. I'm, I'm going with the Red Raiders. I, I like them. I like I'll their, take Ole I like Miss. their coach. Good different from
0: me. I'll take Ole Joel Miss. Joey
1: McGuire, coach. Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Michigan State played in that. Minnesota Why eight isn't it the new
0: era Pinstripe Bowl? That made more sense. Yeah, yeah it did. I don't I don't know. Stupid Minnesota 8-4, Syracuse Minnesota. 7 Minnesota. Syracuse started 6-0. Minnesota. 1-5. Oh, Minnesota, they're favored by 10. Are we going spread or straight up? We'll just go straight up. Okay. I feel like it's pretty. Yeah, we're straight up. Minnesota. Yep. All
1: right, um, Cheez-It Bowl, Oklahoma versus FSU. FSU, basically
0: uh, a home game for them. I'm rolling with them. Oklahoma struggled a lot. Yeah, Florida State, Oklahoma is a struggle, 6-6, six and six, Florida State 9-3. I think that's a – No. On paper, name-wise, it looks like a great classic game. I don't think so. By the way, we'll pick the C F P next week. Um mm-hmm. this one is intriguing
1: to me as well. Texas versus Washington. Points, 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 is that points the Alamo points. yeah. The Valero Alamo that's point. always
0: a great poll game. It is,
1: I, I I swear. Lots of every time there's points, RG three did it, Michigan State did it against Texas Tech a few years ago, Oregon versus uh
0: first time CCU. we were in it we didn't. We lost seventeen to three. that was when back Drew Stanton that. got beat up by Richie incognito. Oh, Lord. Um, I'm going with Michael Penix and Washington, man, yeah, they're Bijan's not playing, uh, by the way. He's not playing, no. I'm still gonna go with Texas. Mm-hmm. I think Texas will win.
1: All right, Duke's Mayo Bowl, Maryland NC State. Who gets the Mayo? Maryland... That's a lot of Mayo for Maryland's yeah, coach. Yeah, I'm going with NC State. They, I, I Maryland was bad down the stretch, they're really, but they're bad. always
0: bad down the stretch. That's when they play their better teams. The NC State's on their fourth quarter, four string quarterback, I think, unless oh, there are okay. other quarterbacks. Maryland Better. I'm going to go Maryland. Their favorite and I'm going Maryland. All right. Tony the Tiger, Sun Bowl. Another good game, usually.
1: Battle of uh, One of the
0: only non-ESPN games. that I Holiday Bowl. I, I
1: hate Pitt. I'm going UCLA. I
0: don't... Yeah, is going to roll.
1: I don't... Screw my dudes. He's an a-hole. Um, then we've got the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Ranked matchup? Notre mm-hmm. Dame and South Carolina. Rainbow South Forest. Carolina. Spoiler down the stretch. It's the Lou Holtz Bowl. It is. I'm going with South Carolina. Notre Dame, they, they're playing that other quarter, the guy that started the season. I don't know how they're going to respond to that. I, I'm going with the Cox. They beat,
0: had some good wins down the stretch. Yeah, because uh, they changed the rule that you can play in four games plus the bowl game and like mm-hmm. keep your red shirt. Yep. Um, I'll go with Notre Dame. Right.
1: Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. The Ohio Bobcats and the Wyoming Cowboys. Well, we're the, with Ohio because they're the green the and white. Yep, give me the Bobcats. I don't even know who their coach is anymore. It's not Sola, right? He retired. Mm-hmm. All right, now we got a little uh, NY6 going on. Capital One Orange Bowl, the Battle of the Oranges in the Orange Bowl. Clemson, Tennessee. I'm going with the new quarterback, Kid Klubnik. I think he outduels Joe, Cam Newton, Milton. Um, yeah, I'd go to one.
0: Clemson, too. I mean, it would be different if Hooker was playing, but yeah, I'd go Clemson. I agree.
1: Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. If you like points, don't watch this one. Iowa, Kentucky, Shields. The over-under is 30-and-a-half. I'm taking the under. 30-and-a-half. Uh, I don't know who to pick.
0: Iowa's favored by two and a half. and I?
1: Iowa, half Iowa's defense is going to score a touchdown. I'm going Iowa. To Iowa. I got Iowa. Yeah, Kentucky's their quarterback's not playing. Their running back's not playing. could be really ugly. Uh, All-State Sugar Bowl. Alabama, Kansas State. Bama wins this, I think. Uh, I I like Kansas State. I like Kleiman. I like their roster, what they've done. Deuce Vaughn's really good. Adrian Martinez is supposed to be back. Um, And that Will Howard guy is actually pretty good as Uh, well. Um, But Bama, Bryce Young's playing. Will Anderson's playing. Um,
0: I think We've seen this before, where Bama like looks like they back into a bowl and they're not going to care, pissed. and then they waxed Michigan forty nine to They had to Michigan in the, Michigan in, the in the Capital One Bowl as well. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Bama. Yeah, it's hard. probably root for Kansas State, but go Bama. Bama's going to win.
1: This is uh, I, I like this matchup, and then I, I think with the emotion, I think that it's going to be even better. Mississippi State, Illinois. I would have said Illinois before, but I think Mississippi State wins this for their coach.
0: Yeah, um, I, I mean, it's pick and I think Illinois struggled s- down the stretch, but then still almost got their way into the Big Ten championship game. I do. I think Mississippi State just with, you know, it's tough because emotion can play one way or the other, but I think um, I think Mississippi State pulls this off for Coach Leach. Cheese
1: at Citrus Bowl. LSU-Purdue. LSU's going to win this. Purdue's, like, no one playing.
0: Yeah, no, McC- I mean, no McConnell, no points. Chucks. Going, What's the spread? 14 and a half. Yeah, I think they cover it. Yeah. I think they slaps. I think LSU's going to crush them.
1: step on them. Uh, Brian Kelly wants that momentum, and he hates his former in-state rival. Um, exactly. But we got a little uh, Tulane versus USC in the Goodyear combo. This game actually could be interesting. Tulane's got a good defense. USC, I mean, they got Caleb Williams. What's the spread on that one?
0: Only two and a half.
1: I'm going with you. We're going straight up. I'm going with the Trojans. Yeah, I'm going
0: USC. I can't. Tulane's
1: a nice team, though. I'll I'll tell you that. Watch out for the green wave. Um, Rose Bowl. Good batch up here. Utah, Penn State. I don't think Penn State's that good. I'm going with Utah. I really don't think Penn State's that good. And I like Cam Rising a lot.
0: Utah was good in the Pac-12 championship game, again, like they were last year. And they were really good in the Rose Bowl last year. Man, <laughs> the two and a half point favorite Utah is Williams and State played pretty well bastard. down the stretch but they didn't beat anybody particularly good because they lost to Ohio State and Michigan with their two losses and they weren't particularly close yep yeah. I'll go with you I'm gonna go with Utah on that one too yeah and then right. we'll pick the
1: we'll do the CFP next CFP week next week all right that's uh, the 2022 23 bowl games talk some hoops. Um, Second down. Yeah, what's I mean, what's happened? I gotta go in my trusty app here and see what I can't even remember what's happened last week. I feel like there haven't been a ton of games.
0: Well, there weren't a lot of games and we were on vacation last week, but we watched a
1: little hoop when we were when we were down
0: there. So I'll tell you right now, Wake is beating North is gonna beat not to beat Duke, Duke. Duke good. 11. Oh too bad. UConn was down to Georgetown, they've stepped on him ever since. Only three undefeated teams left. UConn, Purdue at number one. UConn number two in New Mexico, right? Yep. Bama's up only eight on Jackson State. Indiana's up 22 on Elon. Marquette's up three on Providence. That's a good game. A little Big East action. Well,
1: Too bad Duke lost. Baylor is tied with Northwestern State. You want to hear something funny, though? Wake Forest went to Kohl Center, beat Wisconsin by a few in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. They got their... Asses handed them by Rutgers on Saturday, and they turn around and beat Duke. What is college basketball? Yeah, is college State. State they State might is be the most parody I, this year, might be the most parody ever. I don't think Purdue's good, I think they're very beatable. UConn's good, obviously, they're beatable. Georgetown is probably the worst power six team, and they were right there with them for most of the game. Um, parody, 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 and, baby. I love it. I, I love it. Look more,
0: back to last week. I'm just flipping through ranked games last week. Indiana. Went and got absolutely oh. destroyed at Fogg Allen by 22. Yeah, oh, they got smoked. Uh, Gonzaga beat Alabama in a really good um, neutral site ranked yeah, game. Yeah, really 100, good. 190. Houston, three versus six. They beat Virginia. So, the, you know, the good teams are playing good teams, which is great, and that's part of the parity. Um, Illinois got to bounce back. They they smoked a the team they should, Alabama A&M. Vitek is, uh, you know, They got a good win. Arkansas got a good win. UCLA held Kentucky to fifty three. Man, Kentucky's fallen off. UCLA's on the rise. Purdue was slop last week against Nebraska and and um, Davidson, but in the game of the Fighting Lawyers got the got the dub. Uh, UConn smoked Butler. Arizona, Tennessee was a good game. Tennessee's played some good games. They're one of those teams that I would I would stay away from come March. I'm already going to say that now because I'll find a way to choke. Same with Indiana. That was, that was Saturday after really. I mean, one, two, not very many ranked games. I'm going back to last. week. UCLA Wednesday. beat the. They had a great week. Beat smoked, Maryland, Maryland smoked Maryland at at Xfinity, at, yeah, at and then they
1: beat Kentucky. Kentucky pissed off with Cal. And
0: the fans are getting kind of antsy. Um, this team—they're one of the worst. Creighton? How about them? They started what six tw- and zero, or seven and zero, oh, and they've lost six yeah, or seven straight. Not three. playing great. Not playing great at all. Um, yeah, I mean, not a whole lot of ranked games happened last week. You know, Michigan State obviously was off after playing all their time. Marquette's been good. Marquette was was solid. They're creeping up. Miami's kind of sneaking up in there. Bama will get a win here and a loss there, but they're they're playing some tough teams.
1: North Carolina, Ohio State was a great one.
0: Uh, overtime yeah. game, double overtime, right? Just single overtime. Oh, single. Man's overtime. hit the hit, overtime.
1: hit a shot to put into overtime at the buzzer. Um, Ohio State's a good team, but North Carolina gets to eight and four, playing playing a little better. They play Michigan Wednesday. That could be an interesting one. Um, there's just so many good like good teams. There's no great teams. It's
0: it's which is going to be great come March. You know, some teams will separate a little bit, but. You know, do your homework now because you're not just going to be able to kind of pick them when the time comes to you know do so in March, like oh, yeah, so and so easily over something. No. This, no, this least. may be the hardest year ever to get a perfect bracket, and it'll never be done anyway. So, yeah. um, that'll be super interesting. Rest of the week tomorrow, a lot of ranked games, there's tons of ranked games tomorrow one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven ranked games tomorrow. Oh. Um getting closer to Christmas, then it kinda dwindles down. Thursday not as many. Friday not as many. Less. None Saturday, none Sunday, none Monday. So college top twenty five takes Christmas weekend off and then it ramps back up um, tons next Wednesday again. Um, you know, then you really get back start to get back into league to play for a lot of these conferences. So um, yeah, good stuff going on there. Michigan State nothing to report on on them. We'll see what you know. If they've got any dust or rust uh, Wednesday when they play, um, they needed a break. So hopefully they come up with some energy playing an Oakland team that I don't think has ever beaten Michigan State, but certainly battles Michigan State. And a little reunion game because Rocket Watts is coming back to the Brez on his third team in three years yeah, uh, playing for the Grizzlies. Malik Hall
1: coming back probably next week. Greg the Campy, 30s.
0: the longest tenured Division One coach because those who don't know, Oakland was D two when he started. That's crazy. at Oakland.
1: He's been there longer than than. Uh, Beheim's been at. Uh, oh, maybe
0: not. No, Beheim's in his like forty some years. He's been there for. A, He's been in there long, over thirty years, but not Beheim long no. Long, long, one long, of the long, time. one of the longest tenured coaches. Long time. You have anything else on hoops? Nope, nothing on hoops. So let's go to a quick word from our presenting sponsor. Team Anders Realty will help you find the home that best fits your needs and makes this process simple and fun along the way. The Anders have served thousands of clients over 30-plus years in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area and are here to serve you today. Help our sponsor out and learn more at teamanders.com.
1: All right, let's talk NFL. Uh, We we do this occasionally, um, but... More usually
0: as a part of the scramble but playoffs. Coming playoffs are coming, and there's some good stuff going on in the yeah, NFL. The NFL has been a it's been a great year. You got like so the Brock far. Purdy story. You know, the question at the beginning of the year with San Fran was what were they going to do with Garoppolo? Then Lance goes out, and Garoppolo's doing great. Then he goes out, and they're like, oh no! And Brock Purdy's what gone three and One game in relief, <laughs> and two starts. It's been pretty good, um, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the draft, and. You know they've got a lot of horses on that team, and they're playing really, really well right now. I think they've won. They're right up there with the Lions with a winning streak. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the, they've you know. been really good. Excuse me. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. Um, we can talk about the. You want to talk about the playoff picture? You want to talk?
0: Yeah, let's look at the play. Let's. Well, yeah, let's let's look at playoffs. Let's look
1: picture. at the AFC. So, so the Bills right now hold the one seed in the in the uh, the first round bye. I mean, they've been really good. Obviously, you know, had a, have had a couple slip ups here and there. Got a nice one um, over Miami, yeah. In the
0: snow on Saturday night,
1: yeah, really nice win. Or um, was that a, yeah Saturday? Night. Yeah, yeah, pretty nice win. Um, Chiefs, um, they they get the two spot,
0: hardly got by the Seventh Texans. seventh straight. Uh, AFC West division title. Yeah, they've been that's only a, two other that's teams, or two or three di- other teams ever. Wait, have done I mean,
1: that. they're they're a really good team. Um, have been for a while. Um, I love them in in the playoffs. I think they're a shoe in to at least get to the championship round. Uh, if we get another, I mean, but the AFC is tough. I'm mean, looking at Cincinnati's playing great. Um, they're streaking right now. They're the would be the three seed. Just phenomenal. Joe Burrow's been really good, and they're not even healthy really right now, um, but they've been really good. The Titans—they'd be the four. Cincinnati's won,
0: yeah. Cincinnati's one nine in, nine in a row, haven't they? Uh,
1: maybe I, I don't know. I I have no idea, but they, I know they're playing really well. Uh, Joe 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 Burrow.
0: They're ten and four, and they started the season zero and two.
1: Yeah, so ten and two in their last twelve. Not bad. Titans would be the four right now. They're playing terrible. I think they've lost three in a row. Seven um, and seven. I mean, and seven the, ja- seven the, the Jags AFC are only a South. game back. Yeah. The, the, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. The Jags, Shooting up, they're in the ten spot right now. They're six and eight. They play the uh, the Jets this week on Thursday night. That's a huge that's an game, elimination for, game. That's playoff implications mm-hmm. right there. That's big. That's at New York. Jets
0: are seven and seven on the outside looking. Yep. In, probably in the ninth ja- spot.
1: Jacksonville wins and uh, the the Texans lose. Look at that. We uh, and the Texans. I'm sorry, the Jags hold the spot over um, right now because they beat them. Um,
0: Houston's playing or Tennessee's playing Houston, and Houston's and, and been technically. Houston's Technically,
1: lately. the Colts are still uh, alive at 4-9-1. <laughs> terrible. Crazy. They're awful. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, that's the AFC South. The Texans are terrible. They're eliminated. Um, then you got the Ravens in the, the AFC East. They've been playing terrible lately. Um, the Bengals took their spot. They've been hurt. I um, feel like they always get hurt for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the, no, they're in the North. I'm sorry, AFC North, right? Yeah, With the north. Browns, the Browns are technically still in it, but they're six and eight. I don't. Steelers still have a chance to hit 500 still have five hundred. Chance, yep. For Tomlin, not to make the playoffs. This the league, bro.
0: They can. They've never not gone five hundred under Mike Tomlin, and they play <laughs> Las Vegas this weekend. They're both six and eight.
1: Yep. Um and then we got the Chargers and the sixth spot. They're playing a little better. They they beat They're the, in the Titans. Right now? Yeah, the sixth seed. Wow. Yeah, the the West. I mean, Chargers and, and uh Chiefs are obviously good. And then you got um the Raiders who just can we talk about that please. How they beat the Patriots. That's freaking ridiculous. That was that was like the water boy. Um dude throws it directly to him That was him. the biggest What are you doing? The most epic the Matt Patricia curse brain I fart
0: it. moment in NFL. Matt history.
1: Patricia curse, that's what it is. That Like why face. would
0: you even do that? You're not losing by one, you're tied. Just no, go just to go overtime. go down, man. Like a tie doesn't They, they have the momentum. You. Their their playoff percentage the Patriots went from something like with a win they would have been a 64% chance of making the playoffs to with the loss they're a 22% chance. Good I on, the on one bonehead play, like screw the Patriots, ugh, ridiculous.
1: Done with them. Um, and then you got the the Broncos who are already eliminated um, out there in the West. Um, and then that last spot we got Miami, who's who's eight and six. Um, I think they got the Packers on Christmas. That's a huge game the for Packers them. At win that. That's no, at, 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 at Miami. Miami. Get yep. the win there. They get to nine and six. Um, probably have a really good chance. And then, like you said, the Jets, they're right there. You know, in the AFC East, um, going for it. Um, I think those are the only teams. AFC East and the NFC
0: East are by far the toughest oh, yeah,
1: then the, then the NFC, you know, the Eagles have been really good, 13-1. and one. I think they got the Cowboys Hurts on hurt, Saturday. Jalen Hurts, sprained
0: shoulder, might be out on on Saturday. That could be interesting. If they have a three-game lead on the division. I would probably sit them if I was them. I mean, and they've got a two or three. got a three-game lead on the... Or a two-game lead on the number one seed dude. I don't think I'd risk them. Vikings.
1: But. Oh my lord! The Colts choked on water again. Let's just say
0: two Michigan State quarterbacks have led the biggest NCAA and NFL quarter yep. or uh, comeback in history. Drew, Drew Stanton and Michigan State overcame a thirty-eight to three deficit at Northwestern and won forty-one to thirty-eight. And then Saturday, I left it for dead. My boy Kirk threw a. Pick six, and they were down, I think, I don't even know what score was at the time, there was 33 nothing at the half, I'm like, I'm not even checking in, and Ryan's like, are you watching this comeback, you and Rachel are at Disney, and I'm like, what? And I watched the whole overtime, unbelievable, to come back and win that game, Um, Minnesota's still super fragile, I will tell you, if the Lions were fortunate enough to make the playoffs and likely would probably play Minnesota, I'd be pretty damn scared if I was Minnesota, because the Lions already beat Minnesota once and probably should have beaten them the other time that they played them. And Minnesota won another game. They've got 10 of their 11 wins have been by uh, by one score or less. That's crazy to me. That's that's freaking ridiculous. Um,
1: wow. They cleanse the North. Good for them. Yep. 49ers, we talked about them. Hot. Uh, they're in the three spot right now. Um, on four Could get to the two.
0: Um they and can help the Lions out by beating Washington. They're Missouri. they're
1: already in. They clinched the uh, clinch the playoff berth. Um, then you then you got the the Buccaneers seven and seven. Are, is that no, what they're six and eight? Six and eight. I'm sorry because they had a 7-3
0: lead and got their butts kicked. By winning. Cincinnati.
1: The uh, the freaking South, the AFC, NFC South, and AFC AFC
0: and NFC South need to go bye bye. The AFC and NFC East are the Panthers at
1: five and nine are still alive. The Saints at five and nine are still alive, and the Falcons at five and nine are still alive. What gives? One game out each. That's terrible. Whoever plays. Let's see. Do we
0: have any? We have New Orleans plays Cleveland. We have uh, Alabama or Alabama. Atlanta plays Baltimore. Um, and then you have the Lions play Carolina. Um, no easy games for any of those teams. But no. then let's see who does Tampa play. Uh, Tampa plays Arizona, which should be a win. So yeah, Tampa is probably terrible. in the driver's seat there still. With the yeah, the old they'll go, get it. The Tom go Brady's going
1: to get a home playoff game with a losing record. That's it's fun does. to
0: watch. They're on TV a lot because of Brady, and it's fun to watch. Brady just look like a crybaby when his receivers drop passes or when in his mind they run wrong routes. I don't know who's more demonstrably a big giant puss, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's they're that's, both uh, intolerable to watch. Yeah. Rod
1: Rodgers not when he wins he acts oh happy like last night he's all smile. It's like yeah, uh huh. Uh-huh. Loser. Five spot, the Cowboys got it. I mean they're they're already clinched a playoff berth. Um they're going to be dangerous in that five spot. Um, probably playing, the, I mean, they're going to play the NFC South. But I mean, that's a dub. They're right. basically going to get to the divisional. Um, then you get the Giants in the sixth spot, win over the Commanders, but the the refs kind of choked, oh, the refs choked that away for the tonight, Commanders. Um, Too bad for them. On
0: the, on the go-ahead, t- or tying touchdown, whatever it would have been at the time. Yep. Um, they still would have had to get a two-point conversion, but still. They messed up twice. The receiver points to the ref. The ref always helps the receiver out, make sure he's on the line. He wasn't covered up. The ref didn't put him in place. Washington scores, gets erased on a penalty. And then an egregious pass interference. And Chris Collinsworth can say all he wants that the refs don't want to be put in position. But that's their job, to be put in position to make that call. If the guy's all over the receiver and impeding the ability to catch the ball, it's P.I., Every time. I don't care if the game's on the line. It's pass interference.
1: Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. You
0: see lots of stuff, or, you know, once in a while I'll see stuff about how the NFL's rigged and blah, 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 on TikTok. Sometimes you see games like that and you wonder. It's like the Saints, you know, a couple yeah. of years ago with the pass interference. It's like, it's not, but you, you just sometimes you just wonder. Like, what are these guys yeah, thinking? There was weird. a big play in, might have been the Raiders game, because the Raiders Yeah, the scored the, and did, the, score, the touchdown, the to tie, of bounds, yeah, right?
1: you should not have counted. Commanders are in the seventh spot now, though. Seahawks fall on bad times. They've lost, I think, two or three in a row. Um, they're, they're dinged up. They played the Kansas City. City this week. That's good for the Lions. The Lions, hottest team in the NFL. Six of the last seven they've won. Um, they won a game that they didn't play well, at all, basically at all. And they find a way to win on the road. That's a game that they lose. A hundred times out of a hundred in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell me otherwise, because this—it's a culture thing. They believe they can do it. Um, I love it. I That's know, a game
0: they lost earlier in the year. It's a game they lost yeah. last. It, year. It, Dan Campbell said he
1: said if this game's earlier, we lose it. Um, and I'm proud of these guys. The fight that they've had to get from one and six to seven and seven with a outside looking in at the playoffs. I mean, they control their own destiny. Really. I mean, they, they need a couple teams to lose, but the Lions have. At Carolina, home against the Bears, and then at Green Bay to finish three very winnable games. They win those three with a little bit of help. Probably, hopefully, I mean, the 10 and seven, and they have the they have the they have advantage game. over you know Washington and, and New York. Um, come the playoffs, they can get as high as the six seed if they win out. That would be hilarious. I'd rather play the Vikings wherever that right. may be because um, I think they can beat the Vikings. Um, they obviously did it once, and they should have done it the first time. Um, they're playing really well. Um, defense is, you know, still gives up stupid stuff, but they're getting better. They're getting to the quarterback. Um, golf, um, you know, he, he's the only quarterback in the start, the last six games and not have a turnover. Um, run games not been as good lately, but the pass game, I mean, the weapons that were Amin they've got, you know, Jamison Williams is finally in the fold. Josh Reynolds is pretty reliable. Chark has been playing better. Brock Wright with the huge touchdown grab after dropping a wide open pass. Um, Swift's playing a little better. Um, you know, they has got a lot of weapons. It is fun. Callif Raymond's been great. Um, Jack Fox is the goat punter. Um, it's phenomenal. Packers still have a chance at the playoffs 6 and 8. I don't think they're going to make it. Um, the Lions are going to beat them anyways, but I think they'll lose um to the Dolphins this weekend and they're going to be 6 and 9 and not have a chance. Um, at that, then the Bears are already eliminated. I mean, they show signs with fields, but they're just, their roster's not there yet. Um, just, a, you know, hurry up and wait, basically, for them. they got to get more receivers. They have a pretty good backfield, need a better defense like they had in, in the past. Carolina, we've talked about them a little bit. They're playing better for Steve Wilks. You know, 5-9 and nine still have a shot at the playoffs because the NFC South sucks. Um, Lions are going to end their season this week. Uh, Saints also, I mean, they're terrible. A quarterback play is terrible. Um, same with the Falcons, Desmond Ritter's their quarterback. Darnold is
0: one and zero in his career against the Lions. It was his first, first game. Start. Yeah, I remember Threw a watching pick six that. on his first Monday play, Night Football. That was
1: Patricia's first game. Uh-huh. Um, Rams eliminated. Keep losing. We wanted a top five, top three pick. Arizona um, also eliminated. Cliff Kingsbury's ass is warm. He's probably going to be ousted at the end of the season. Um, yeah, playoffs coming up here. Only three weeks left finish line is in sight um, with a lot of a lot of stuff left to, to be had. Um, a, lot of spots. a lot of black and blue NFC and North division like it.
0: going at it the last two weeks. Like the it. Bears, the Vikings, Packers, and Lions all playing each other in the last yeah. two weeks yeah. of the season. We love
1: it. Um, all right, that's third down. go to the fourth down, our final down. Scramble... Um, I mean, I talked about earlier, Ishby is buying the Suns. That means three Michigan State grads own NBA teams now. Pretty phenomenal. Um Who's the other? Dan Gilbert. The, the, the Pistons yeah. owner, Tim Gores.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, that's pretty awesome. Not bad. Not bad. Um, I got a, I got one for you for the scramble. Um, I know that there was some golf this weekend, and there's always some live nonsense or whatever, but the real stuff doesn't start until Capaloo in a couple weeks, but it's Christmas time. I'm asking you, what are you giving Tom Izzo for Christmas this year? Health. Healthy roster. Yeah, health the rest of the way, I would say, and continued development of some of the, the young guys as a stocking stuffer. Um, I'm not going to say Michigan State's going to win the Big Ten. I'm not saying that they're truly a high-level contender, but they're a, they're a top four maybe top five Big Ten team if they can stay cohesive and healthy. So I, would I agree. Do that. All right, what do you give him, Mel? Oh, he needs
1: a lot of things. He needs an offensive line. He needs a competent quarterback. I think he needs a, a clock management friend. That's what
0: he really needs. <laughs> he needs a good assistant
1: coach. He, yeah. Yeah, coordinator.
0: I I mean, I think for me, I just want to see tomorrow's signing day. I'd like to see a good, solid class sign on the dotted line. Yeah, I don't get too involved in this. I'm, you know, committing. I'm not committing. I mean, we had somebody from our own hometown who did some as a kicker did some like elaborate, you know, private jet commitment video to Penn State, only to have Jim Harbaugh sleep over and give him a handy and get him to switch to U of M. I mean, like, I don't buy any of it until somebody's signing the dotted line, and even then they're year to year, obviously, because of the transfer portal. I just want to see the class finish strong. I don't care how many four stars. None of that stuff matters to me. Get the guys that can make an impact on your depth chart early. I realize that there's some positions that that doesn't happen very often, but that's my wish is that there's a couple of guys in this class that can fill needs or at least feel depth that needs that can step in and play as freshmen. We had a couple this year, and I want to see that next year as well. Um, you know, as a stocking stuffer, I'm sure some sort of a coaching change, I'm going to tell you, with the flip of Michigan State getting a four-star, we're talking about flipping guys, uh, four-star quarterback that they flipped from Washington State the other day, um, that's 2 pac 12 coaches or player quarterbacks in a row that they flipped, right? Can't yeah. Answer yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to get rid of Jay Johnson. So as a stocking stuffer, the right changes to the personnel that's there coaching staff-wise or some of the quote-unquote key starters so that Michigan State can have hopes for more than 6-6 six and six next year. Yeah, I mean, a bowl game would be nice. All right, what do you want from Tom Izzo as a fan?
1: I want him to keep recruiting like he is and sign a top-five class in 2024.
0: I do. Yeah, on top of 2023, I agree. Set him up for one or two good runs at the at a tournament or at a championship before he rides off in the sunset. Because I would like that for him ultimately for Christmas yes. as another national championship. Yes. not going to happen this year, but out of the next couple of recruiting mean, classes. Yeah, uh, what do you want from Mel? Competence. I want a legitimate look at changing your quarterback. I want a legitimate. You're, you're bringing, yes. you brought in a four star in Kate Nowzar. You're bringing in a four star in this other kid. These guys aren't going to sit around and wait forever. You can't, the gone are the days of just ride out an, an average to above average upperclassman quarterback. I'm sorry, even if it means he transfers. He had a great year when they went 11 and 2. Whoop de doo. What have you done for me lately? Uh, in today's day and age, as much as it's anti what I preach about, you know, let's get some loyalty back in college football and blah, 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 you can't expect to flip. Four star after four star quarterback, and then bring them in and let them sit on the bench. They want to yeah. play now. If they're not ready, it's one thing. But I, I want him. That's my gift from Mel is to give a legitimate look. Throw Kim to the side. No offense to him, but like I want a legitimate look at one of these highly touted quarterbacks. Kim looked good when he played last year, which is fine and dandy. He's probably a great backup. I want. I don't even know, even know this other new kid's name, but Hauser. This Sam, other leave it. Leave it. The Hauser or leave it. I want them to get a legitimate look at the starting quarterback job. Period. I completely agree. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Speaking of in the portal, too, Michigan State got a nice running back. I think maybe we talked about that last. No, no, no we we know, that was the advantage. other day that they got we him. at the UConn. Nathan Carter. Uh, He's a nice got runner. a guy that had a scholarship offer originally as a linebacker from Michigan. They yanked it from him. He went to UMass. He's transferring into Michigan State yeah. um, as a preferred walk on right or no no, no yeah. that's another guy no that's him that's yep. him so yeah a few but players. he was a former 3 star guy so i mean you know that the thing is is again it's easy to get caught up in the hype four star five star give me guys that fit this scheme that fit the way that plays tell me that like a win mom got a kicker and a brule brulee may come back on top of snow coming back on top of what they coming back, and all of a sudden, things look pretty good. Didn't we get some six six transfer portal? Yeah, we d- got d-tackle a, a D-tackle today? from 6'6", uh, six, six, 300 pounds. Six, got, six, we have
1: 400 awkward. tight ends. Uh, we got a guy from Boise State. What, what kicker did we get? Uh, the guy from Ohio? The guy, guy from, from North, North Carolina that that re- kick transfer kickoff specials, kick and apparently he's going to do field goals as well. That's what they told him. So and, he's well, ne- and we had
0: two preferred walk-on offers to four-and-a-half well, star. But but, but, but
1: guess what? He's the next Bryce Beringer. Look at his picture.
0: Oh, he's, he's got, got the glasses. He's got the glasses. Everything. Nice.
1: Yeah. Nice. He's a good kickoff guy. He led the uh, ACC in touchbacks in 2021. Take that. Yeah, we need that.
0: There's my stocking stuff for Mel, a new special teams coach. That running back recruit we got last week, the athlete who's the Jalen Barberin, sp- yeah, very, very sprinter, fast. that'll be good for Michigan. Yeah, State. Yeah, and so. then there's a
1: guy coming in. I, I mean, chance to flip a guy or two, maybe. We're supposed to get this Texas A&M defensive tackle possibly as well. That'd be big because he's going to be,
0: especially because we lost a couple of guys on the on the yeah, front line. Good
1: have some depth in there. I mean, we already have. You know, Van Suerman's going to be good. Um, love Derek Harmon and what he provides. Barrows really good. But, you know, they, they lost Hanson's Mallory. They, they well. lost you know you lose Mallory you lose Hunt you lose Slade I mean that's some good players Slade graduates right yeah plus yeah I think that's all of them um yeah we need depth uh probably could could go for another offensive lineman or two um that'd be nice but what do you know all right here's a
0: scramble question for you um we look to be like the literal center point of a low-pressure system that's like epic. It's like, think 1964, Rudolph the red Nose Reindeer, Claymation, Blizzard, that, you know, without Rudolph, Christmas was going to not happen. Nope. Uh, we're expecting that here Thursday into Friday. How much snow will we get? In this storm? Yeah. I think we're going to get a foot. We had 15 inches when we were gone in Orlando last weekend. We had... 24, almost a couple weeks ago, before Thanksgiving, I'm gonna go 18. Jeez, oh, 18 I inches. Hope not. One more, one more scramble thing. So
1: uh the Masters, Fred, what's his name, Fred? Ridley? Oh yeah, yeah. I was
0: gonna read that, Fred. Ridley, right? Ridley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, read the statement. Okay. Good catch. Statement regarding the 2023 Masters tournament from its inception. In 1934, the purpose of the Masters Tournament has been to benefit the game of golf. Each April, the Masters assembles the world's leading golfers to compete for the green jacket and a place in history. It provides a stage for fans to experience dramatic moments of competition at the highest level and promotes the sport domestically and abroad. Through the years, legends of the game have competed and won at Augusta National Golf Club. Champions like Gene Saracen, Byron Nelson, Ben Hogan, Sam Snead, Arnold Palmer, Gary Player, Tom Watson, Jack Nicklaus, and Tiger Woods have become heroes to golfers of all ages. Notice a name that was left out of there. They have inspired some to follow in their footsteps and so many others to play and enjoy the game. They have supported the sport and thus all who benefit from it. They have shown respect for those who came before them and blazed a trail for future generations. Golf is better because of them. Regrettably, recent actions have divided men's professional golf by diminishing the virtues of the game and the meaningful legacies of those who built it. Although we are disappointed in these developments, our focus is to honor the tradition of bringing together a preeminent field of golfers this coming April. Therefore, as invitations are sent this week, we will invite those eligible under our current criteria to compete in the 2023 Masters Tournament. As we have said in the past, we look at every aspect of the tournament each year, and any modifications or changes to invitation criteria for future tournaments will be announced in April. We have reached a seminal point in the history of our sport. At Augusta National, we have faith that golf, which has overcome many challenges through the years, will endure again. So there you have it. The Masters has decided uh, to allow the Liv Bastards to play. And, look, if they qualified based on past qualification needs for golf, I agree it's better to have them there. Um, I'm just kind of hoping with some of the hubbub about, you know, maybe Norman getting run out that it would die in the vine. Look, Liv was really, really, really pushed by not only the financial backing, but, like, a couple guys, Mickelson, Norman, and, you know, they got a couple of the big-name players to go. I frankly haven't missed those guys, but I understand wanting to have them here to compete. Um, so, you know, so be it. Yeah. But at least at least we know what's going on with the Masters. It's fair if they've earned their way in based on other criteria. Uh, they probably don't go on OWGR as much for the Masters, to be honest. Um, fine. Whatever. Next. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen... It was it was bound to happen. So
1: mm-hmm. all right. You got anything else for scramble?
0: I do not. Alright,
1: let's uh let's go to let's do a sprint. A Christmas sprint. Um all right. Well I think this is the, yeah this is the only uh the only sports question. Best non
0: uh, New Year Six bowl matchup. Um, this year? Yeah. I don't know, I mean traditionally I think it's the Alamo Bowl so yeah, I like that that Texas... Yeah, that's what um, I said, too. Texas-Washington Texas Washington, Washington matchup is, is going to be a good one.
1: Give me some points. All right, what uh, what would be on your golf Christmas wish Id- uh, item wish list? Uh, would you want, you know, spe- like, could it be uh, gear? It could be, um, you know, something for your game,
0: um, whatever you want. Something that I can, like, even intangible, like, yeah. uh, you know, the ability to hit greens in regulation... <laughs> sure that's what i want because i i've kind of figured out my driver i i don't buy into the hype of these new clubs which are like drivers are like five or six hundred bucks now i got fitted for one thank you bill back in like 2015 i've been playing with the same same thing it's fine i hit it well i hit it straighter than i have i've hit like 50 percent of fairways which for me is pretty good my misses aren't that bad anymore I feel like if I could just hit more than the thirty percent of greens I hit in regulation, I could routinely be a better golfer. Yeah, so that's, that's what I that's want. That's a
1: good one. Um, I'll go different than that. I want I want driving accuracy because I feel like I'm wayward every time and I'm not even close um, to being decent. Um, and you have all new sticks, pretty much. Yeah. So we'll we'll say that. Um, best Christmas dinner this like main course. Oh, prime Yeah, I said tender ones. Yeah, tender tenderloin, same thing. thing. Yeah. What's
0: the best uh, Christmas appetizer? Oh man, best Christmas appetizer. Mom does up like lots of great things. Honestly, for me, it's just it's it's cocktail shrimp and some good cocktail sauce. Yeah, like,
1: I like the shrimp. You
0: know, I'm like George. The shrimp, the ocean called. They're running out of shrimp. I mean, it's you know, it's no carb for me to eat the shrimp so it's good for the old sugar levels There's i don't put that much cocktail sauce on it which has a little bit of sugar in it yeah i just try not to fill up on that too much because i just go into a meat coma with the tenderloin
1: yeah i agree yeah the shrimp's good i'll, I'll go something different I, I love the good summer sausage and cheese and crackers
0: can't go wrong with that either no full wind windshuler cheese
1: yeah that's good stuff um that's it 103 in the books um Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, let us know if you want us to discuss anything. You know, have any basketball questions, football questions, NFL, um, anything like that. But uh appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, pound that like button, whatever you're listening on. Leave a comment if you want. Um, but, yeah, happy holidays to all. Um, yeah. Stay warm this week.
0: Yep. Merry Christmas. We'll be back at you before the new year. Maybe do a little 2022 year in review, a little... A little uh, tfs uh, wrapped if you will uh, but in the meantime have a wonderful christmas if you're stuck in blizzard territory or the icy cold that's going to go all the way down into florida be safe be careful be careful on the roads stay home don't drink and drive all that good stuff uh just enjoy a lot of good football this weekend how can we forget if you like the nba the nba plays on christmas day of course too but um NFL's you, know, you got the nfl you got you got all kinds of stuff going on um So Merry Christmas to you from a sports perspective. In the meantime, if you need something else to do this weekend, hang out with us because I planned out our whole day. First, we'll make snow angels for two hours. Then we'll go ice skating. Then we'll eat a whole roll of Toll House cookies as fast as we can. And then we'll snuggle.